Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Now, Education Week in the United States has been tracking school shootings since 2018. According to its database, 119 such incidents have taken place since then. The organization tracks shootings where a firearm was discharged and where any person other than the suspect has a bullet wound resulting from the incident. Now, it doesn't attract cases in which the only shots fired were from a school resource officer or police officer. The school shooting in Uvalde, Texas, get this, marks the 27th school shooting this year in the United States. Is it any wonder why school conducts uh, conduct active shooter drills? Now, practicing school lockdowns uh, became more common following the 1999 shooting in Columbine High School in Colorado and rapidly expanding as high-profile attacks took place in recent years. The portion of public schools conducting these drills grew from 40% in 2007 in the United States to 95% by 2017, as most states now require them. They become one of the most common school safety measures despite widespread fears that the procedure heightens anxiety And there is evidence of school shooters like the one in Parkland, Florida, who use the knowledge of the drills to their advantage. It's not just American schools, remember. Canadian schools also conduct these very drills. In America, they call them active shooter drills. In Canada, we call them lockdown drills. The meaning is the same. Joining me now to discuss mass shootings and the impact on Canadian students is Stephen Price. Mr. Price is an elementary school teacher in West Vancouver. Stephen, thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Jeff. So when you heard of this latest shooting in Texas, what went through your mind as, as a parent and, an, and as an educator? Well, it's every time one of these events comes up, you, you can't help but feel a piece of the tragedy that the parents in Uvalde will, will have felt and the teachers at that school. Um, I teach grade four and five, and so the kids are the same age. Um, when I when I think of faces in my classroom, uh, and I think of what those kids at Ross Elementary had to go through, that's that's uh, I, I I can't help but see my own classroom in that uh, in that scenario, and it's really hard. Yeah, it. Uh, I think a lot of Canadians uh, felt that way. It's, it, there's shock, there's anger, there's frustration. Um, as an educator, uh, this isn't the first time you've had to deal with something like this. Um, what do you tell children who are going to see these images, hear these stories, read about what's occurred? Uh, a lot of it is is beamed out not just on major TV networks, but on social media, TikTok, Snapchat, Twitter, uh, Facebook. What do, would you be telling kids in school when they see these images, when they hear about what's transpired? What do you tell kids? You know, each teacher is going to approach that in a different way. Um, and it, it really comes down to your classroom and your the age of your kids. So as a grade four or five teacher, my kids are are coming into that awareness of things that are going on in the world and and you can try to kind of keep it away. And with, with U.S. news, particularly as a Canadian teacher, I don't always address U.S. politics or U.S. Um, uh, stories in, in my classroom unless it's in the water, unless the kids are bringing it to me and asking me questions. And so when, 
when when the conversation opens up, though, um, you you give the kids a chance to express their feelings, to ask their questions, and you can. My goal is always to sort of show them that that one, um, there's not good answers, and the adults don't necessarily have good answers here either. Um, two, that. Uh, I'm there as their teacher, that the adults there in their school or their homes are there to do everything in their power to keep them safe at school. Uh, and three, um, that, that it's, it's okay to talk about it, it's okay to be sad, um, it's okay to be worried, and we, we address those worries as we go through our day, and we, uh, but we carry on and, and we build um, we build community around both the positive that happens in our schools, and we also build community when we have hard stories like this one come into our classrooms. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the United States, they call uh, them active shooter drills. In fact, uh, 95% of public schools in the United States now have these drills. Um, in Canada, we call them uh, lockdown drills, but they're the same thing. Uh, what do you do? when there may be somebody entering your school, uh, potentially with a, a weapon, uh, wanting to do harm. Uh, have you, have you as an educator taken part in these uh, active uh, or lockdown drills? Yeah, in my area in British Columbia, it's, it's typically once a year. Um, very often we'll have local police come in and do the drill with us. So uh, how it looks is it's, it's typically scheduled with teachers know ahead of time um, and uh, students may or may not know ahead of time depending on the age of the kids. Um, so we'll, we'll have the drill. Um, my students will know to go and find a hiding place in the classroom. So we kind of talk about that and they've done this now. By the time they hit me, they've, they've actually done it since kindergarten. So they're, they're, it's, it's not new to them. Um, and so then we'll hide, uh, all the lights go off. My job is to lock the classroom door and, uh, and then turn the lights off and find, find a spot to hide. Um, what happens next is, is that if the police are assisting us, um, then the police will actually come and check each door. Uh, and, uh, and we, we, we don't, I actually don't even answer the door when they knock, they, they knock and I wait for them to unlock the door. Somebody with a key comes and unlocks the door for uh, to get it to get access to the room. And uh, and then the hard part of the drill happens. Um, every time I have that drill in my classroom, uh, my goal is to make uh, make meaning of it with the students. Um, my goal is to help them understand. And so I open the floor to questions. I say, okay, so we've had this drill. Um, what are your questions? And and those are hard days. Those are actually my least favorite days of of, of every school year. Is the lockdown drill day? What questions? Because you have to go to that. What questions do they ask? I'm curious. Well, so their their questions are often you know like, is this going to happen? Is a really hard question, right? Why why would somebody want to come into the school and hurt kids? Uh, will, you know, what will you do, Mr. Price, if somebody is trying to get here? What do we do? Do we fight back? All of these questions 
are really good questions and they're exactly the kinds of questions that you'd want your kids asking in a sense um, in that situation. But it's hard and we have to walk them carefully through the, the two things. One being able to know what to do if that horrible outcome ever happens in your school, but also B, be able to kind of carry that emotion with them home. And so I always like to reach out to parents as well and just remind them like, that's a really good dinner table conversation to have that night to just sort of debrief with their kids any any concerns that they might have that they weren't willing to share in the community of the classroom. Sometimes I think one would argue it's easy to say, well, that's America. They have a gun issue. They have societal challenges. There are broader conversations about the Second Amendment, which we've covered on this show. Uh, in regards to the Canadian context, is it safe for us to say that is America's problems, that this is not a Canadian problem, that we should not worry? I think, you know, we definitely have less worry here in Canada than they do in the States. The, the, the number of times that we've had uh, shooters in schools um, is, is vanishingly small. I, I, if I recall correctly, it's 100 times fewer per capita than the U.S., but I, I might be getting that stat wrong. The, the important thing, though, is, is that it is not zero. We haven't had zero school shootings in Canada. And so we are next to the States. Uh, in the case of the Nova Scotia shooter, which wasn't a school shooter, the guns came from the U.S. So, so with our neighbor choosing a different path than Canada has on gun control, um, it is still something that, that parents like myself or teachers, uh, schools have to plan for uh, in the unlikely event. But we're fortunate that um, we are we are farther away from that possibility in a school in Canada than we than you would be in a school in the United States. Mm-hmm. What should parents be telling their kids this week? You know, it's it's actually been a really tough decision. I had this conversation with my wife last night. Um, you know, my son does does Matthew know right? What does he know? How much has he been absorbing um, in? In my case, I've, I've kind of been taking the approach of kind of keeping it away from him. Um, but it's now been enough days since the event that he's probably heard it at school. And so this weekend, our plan is to check in with him and sort of just say, hey, um, what have the kids been saying at school? Do you have any questions? And, you know, probably have, you know, just kind of sit in the sadness for a second um, and, and let, him, let him talk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, in regards to what our elected officials could do, is there more that needs to be done in your mind uh, from elected officials, uh, any rules, regulations, and laws that should be brought forward, moving forward, or do you think Canada is uh, safe enough? You know, it's, it's, it's another hard question. The main, one of the things that I think about as a teacher with active shooters is that there were 18 years not half an hour or a day or a week that led to that active shooting um event in in texas there were there were 13 teachers that could have maybe made a difference and so i think of each of these cases not not to diminish the evil or the 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 criminality of the acts of the active shooter but I think of those as failures of systems. 
as a teacher, I'm always looking out for kids at risk. Who needs, who needs my helping hand in a classroom this year? And one of the big challenges we have in our systems is, is that we don't have enough of us to go around. There aren't enough counselors in schools so that when a student, when I see a student is at risk and needs somebody to kind of take their hand and steer them away from a path that I'm worried about, that we have the resources to do that, that we're not stretched too thin. So if I was to have any wish, um, it's not about gun control so much or about hardening schools. It's actually about making sure that we have the social systems in place that we don't see people deciding that the best next step for their life is to go to a gun store and buy a gun and kill children. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And in many ways, one could argue, and in its early days of this event in Texas, and there'll be more facts coming out, but one could argue that if there had been more resources, perhaps teachers recognizing a vulnerable student in this case, um, uh, the shooter here, perhaps something could have done, potentially something could have been done. Yeah, I don't think, you know, that human nature is what it is. And there are, are folks who, you know, who, who, who you aren't going to stop. But I don't think that's the, the great majority of these cases. I think in the great majority of these cases, um, different paths were possible at various times. And yeah, if we, if we have the resources, if we have a bit of that, that extra capacity to take that time out with those students, um, when they're young, when they're still choosing a path, um, that's really important. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.